What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Right Wing Vegan, and we are officially back. I am Scott. And I'm Kelly. And we're both back this week. Yay! Not another solo episode. I know how much <laughs> everybody hates the solo episodes. Well, um, I'm sure they don't. I don't know. I Sometimes I feel like I have the tendency to just uh, rant and rant, or maybe people like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, we are back in full force. And I maybe we should start this week. We have a lot to talk about, by the way. Um, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this is aware. The world, the United States of America, society is literally falling apart right in front of us. And, um, you know, there's just so much to unpack and discuss and talk through. And I don't I don't even know if we're going to get to all of it here um, in our time today. But I think we should start just by explaining where we've been. And I kind of kicked off that conversation in last week's episode. But Kelly, why don't you spend some time real quick, maybe quick. I don't know. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Um, just telling everybody why we haven't been here and what's kind of been going on with you. So we decided to take a, a pause, a break in recording our podcast because I had decided that I wanted to run a, a campaign, uh, put myself out there, put my name on the ballot to hopefully become an elected official in my home county. And so we decided to just step away just to focus on that and didn't want our podcast to get in the way or cause any problems with me running that campaign. And not, not that I think that it would, but we just wanted to take a step back, take a pause, um, see things through and wait until after the primary election, which ended up getting delayed, and uh, then pick it back up. But I uh, didn't make it past the primary, but I am proud that I did manage to get about 44% of the votes, and for being a no-name in my area, I think that that's a pretty big accomplishment. So, but here we are. Yeah, and there's no telling how much coronavirus affected that number. There's also no way for us to really know with the mail-in voting that happened in our area that those numbers are accurate. Uh, there's just no way. And I'm look, I'm not making excuses for you. I think you ran a good campaign. I mean, there, there's areas where I know that I could have done better. Well, every but... campaign would say that, okay? But, and, and everybody was telling us, you got this, you got this, you know, maybe that's just something that people say, but I just think that ultimately there's no telling what some of these changes oh, meant yeah, for abso- our race. Absolutely. Because I've heard from many different people that they don't trust the mail-in system. Um, they don't trust the validity of it. They don't trust that their vote is always going to be counted because it's subject to the person opening the mail and entering in the information to accurately enter that into the voting system. So if somebody doesn't want to enter your name in, then, you know, your vote doesn't count. So I, I, I understand why people would be hesitant to just rely on solely mail-in voting. So, I mean, we'll never know what effect that has. But, I mean, at least I gave it a shot. I put my name out there and... People in the community know a little bit more about me and my husband, Scott, and, and where we are where we come from. So I, I think, well, yeah, for good reason. People yeah. have problems with the mail-in voting. There's plenty of evidence. There's some being investigated right now by the Department of Justice, assuming we still have a Department of Justice. Um, they are investigating a couple of claims of voter fraud and of voter suppression and issues with these mail-in ballots, people hiding ballots, ballot harvesting. There's all kinds of problems that come along with mail-in voting, and any logical human being would know that. 
Um, oh yeah, absolutely. You can easily game the system when you're relying on the United the the esteemed United States Postal Service, who can't even run itself like a business. Which to note that the post office was already extremely delayed because of all of this coronavirus stuff, and then you throw in the mail in ballot system in such a short time window set up to fail and that's not discounting anyone who works for the united states post office i i think good people work for the united states post office i think it's a flawed system i think it's a flawed uh area that the government should not run yes and there's only so much that people can do to 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 push your packages along the system i mean it if the system's already bogged down with everybody online shopping because of coronavirus then there's only so much they can do and if you think the russia if you think russia interfered in our elections what, what what do you think one disgruntled postal employee could do uh to to change the the results of an election if they decide i hate donald trump i'm gonna to take all these republican votes and set them on fire f the system yeah and it's like and you have no way of knowing like how do you go back and look to say like oh did my vote actually count there how is do no you way. how do you know that your no vote way. was cast there's no way and that it was cast in the correct way you don't know because there's no oversight because there's no there's no clarity or transparency there. Maybe there shouldn't be for reasons. There there probably shouldn't be transparency. I mean, I don't want people to to dox me or to 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 come after me because they know who I voted for, which certainly could happen. Especially in this environment. All right, so that's enough of that. We we've, we've got a lot to talk about and you know, look, I had said we were going to switch over to video this week. We made the decision we're not going to um mostly because I look here's the here's the truth okay I'm gonna say this and I'm not saying this is right and I'm not saying that we should feel this way now look I don't care I'll show myself on video I just made the defund the police video I plan on making more I don't care you know because if I get fired for my political beliefs I'll sue I, I will um but unfortunately Kelly's in a little bit of a different situation. Mm-hmm. And her job's a little more sensitive. So we're going to keep her anonymous. I mean, you know my name, but at least you don't know my face. Right. And that's, you know, for reasons. So maybe we should have even used fake names. But whatever. Who cares? I mean, we'd have to go back from the very beginning and start over yeah, if we wanted too to late. do that. Well, how do they know Kelly's your real name? Um, no, that's true. <laughs> so it might not be. We might have been using fake names this whole time. Anyways, so that's why we're not. You'll see me doing videos, um, but you will not. This will remain an audio-only podcast for now. Yeah. If our situation changes, we uh, we will change that. But the world is so strange right now. Uh, people are getting fired for just the craziest, craziest things. So we, uh, we, we're we not going to do that. Yeah, right we just kind of want to keep my health insurance, so. <laughs> well, not only that, but the, the job and, yeah, you know, the income and it's important. So anyways, let's get into some of the news. And I, where do you start, you know, in a tumultuous world where there's news around every corner? Yeah, there's no st- good starting point. There's no good starting point. So I think where we, we need to start is the most obvious. And I'll make a statement, and then Kelly, you can react, as we uh, oh, no. often do. Black Lives Matter, we are allowing Black Lives Matter to systematically take over the United States of America. True or false? Absolutely true. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I think it's because we're afraid to be called a racist. I think that's why. Um, but but we are. And there's so much evidence of this. 
There, there's so much evidence that this is happening. This is not just a slogan. Which it seems like it initially started out as a slogan. Well, no. I feel like it did. And then all of a sudden, it's just like this whole organization. Well, I'm not surprised you feel that way. Because that's what they want you to think. That's that's the the message that they're propagating to all the white Karens in the world. Well, I mean, there was a point in time when one sign popped up that said Black Lives Matter. Like, that wasn't a thing before. Like, it, it wasn't around. And then all of a sudden, somebody holds up a sign that says mm. Black Lives Matter. And... I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Is it all a conspiracy? Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how it started. What I know is it is now not about Black Lives at all. Um, no. That is not what they are attempting to achieve here, and I'll have proof of that later in the show. Um, and if you watch my defund the police video, you'll see some of that proof as well. Um, that's not the goal. The goal is to not help or aid Black Lives in any way, shape, or form. There, as a matter of fact, you as an organization, if that is your goal, cannot support Planned Parenthood by the simple fact that Planned Parenthood snuffs out 100,000 Black Lives every year. And was founded by a racist who was uh, a eugenicist who, I think that's a, anyways, whatever. She, <laughs> whatever she was into be. eugenics. Um, Margaret Sanger, who was quoted as saying that she wanted to thin out the black population. And that was her goal. That was what she hoped Planned Parenthood would do. Yeah. Mission achieved. Um, because they certainly have. Um, if black lives mattered, you would look at numbers from Chicago this weekend, for instance, where more people were murdered, more blacks were murdered by other blacks in Chicago this weekend than have been killed by police officers, um, at least unarmed, uh, in the last year. Oh, yeah. In one weekend. One weekend, just wiped out. That would matter to you if you actually cared about black lives. If you actually gave a damn about black lives at all, Black-on-black black violence would matter just as much as black-on-white violence or white-on-black violence. I don't know why I said it the other way. You would probably ignore that. But oh, anyways, that's not stopping the Karens of the world from posting their black squares on Instagram and virtue signaling from their couch as they stuff their face with chips and let their kids watch terrible things on television and play Call of Duty. Um, it's not stopping countless celebrities from coming out and supporting the cause. Um, you know, a good example is Michael B. Jordan. You don't know who that is? Well, he plays Apollo Creed. He was in Black Panther. Um, he's a pretty, pretty established actor. Not going to um, lie. I thought that was a basketball player. Well, Michael Jordan. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, uh, so, so I get the, that. the B is an important distinction yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, he's a pretty well uh, accomplished actor and he's out there marching with the protesters demanding that Hollywood needs to hire more black actors and more black crew people and more, you know, we need to shun the whites. Um, there, you know, companies are virtue signaling NBA 2k, uh, for it's my player mode where you create a player and you take them through the career and they, they try and milk you for money. Um, they created t-shirts that say, I can't breathe and black lives matter. And you can put them on your character. Call of duty Activision. One of the biggest games, if not the most played game, uh, has delayed its season four update because of Black Lives Matter. Why? I don't know. What does it have to do with black lives? I have no idea. Just as many black people play Call of Duty as white people, but that's their, their justification. Well, I mean, they, they delayed it because they spent so much time putting the little loading banner screen that says Black Lives you, Matter on it. So you, every time you refresh the screen, you, Black Lives you Matter. You can't play that game right now. Without having virtue signaling just shoved right in your face from that company. 
you can't play that game. And, and that's, that's frustrating. That's frustrating. Um, not because I don't agree that black lives matter. Of course, black lives matter. That's such a stupid thing. It goes without saying black lives matter. Duh. Duh. Anybody who cares about any life would tell you that black lives matter, you know, just like all lives matter, which is now an offensive statement. So I'll probably get taken. We'll probably get taken down for me saying that. Apparently you're a racist for saying that, but in reality, all lives do matter. Even the ones that are in the womb. Yes. Every single one of them. So I want to just real quick touch on something that's kind of related to this. So obviously you have all of these people coming out in support of black lives matter. And we've now created a mob. The mob is Black Lives Matter, and we are we as a country are allowing the mob to rule. And we're not fighting back. There's no evidence of us fighting back at all. Um, you know, let's take for let's do a couple of examples real quick. The first one is gonna be Drew Brees. So Drew Brees issued a statement. I'm not gonna pull up the statement, I'm not gonna read the statement um, verbatim. But what I will say is he he kind of came out with a statement saying, look, I'm not gonna ever say that kneeling during the national anthem is okay because I I want to respect the flag because I have family members that are military folks and I know what that means. I know what the flag stands for. And his his belief was that if you kneel, you are disrespecting the flag and the servicemen. That's what he said. Yeah. I mean, when was the statement made? A few days ago. Last week, I think. And that's an appropriate statement. Yeah, it is. It's also his opinion, which by the way, he is entitled to. By the First Amendment. He's allowed to say that. There's nothing wrong with what he said. By the way, there's nothing racist with what he said. No. However, the mob came for Drew Brees. They came for him. They were tearing him apart. Um, other players in the NFL were coming for him. LeBron James, King James from upon high, this jackass, comes down. And this guy who wants, wants you to believe that there's uh, systemic racism in a country that allows him to be a millionaire, a multi-millionaire. And to have a huge platform where he can speak his garbage and, and allow, you know, a bunch of thoughtless youths to, to consume that garbage that comes out of his mouth. He comes out, criticizes Drew Brees. What does Drew Brees do? He uh, quickly retracts his statement. He apologizes. I'm sorry for the truth. I'm, I'm sorry that I said something that is true. Something I believe. I apologize. How dare I? Yeah, you're apologizing for your opinion. I don't I don't understand that. Like if it's your opinion, you're allowed to have an opinion on anything. You can have an opinion on whether you think the sky is blue and why it is or why it isn't. That's your opinion. Well, in 2020, that's false. That is false. Yeah. There's only one opinion you are allowed to have, and that is that the mob is correct. I am wrong. I am subservient. I will kneel. And that's what Drew Brees said. He, he verbally kneeled to the mob. And not only did he, his wife came out and denounced what he said and apologized for him. And it's like, dude, what what is going on? Who can, First of all, I'm going to be honest. I love Drew Brees, okay? Dude's a great quarterback and really a respectable human being who's done a lot for the city of New Orleans. So how dare they crap on him for, for having an opinion? But to be honest with you, who cares what Drew Brees thinks? Yeah, who cares? Who cares what LeBron James thinks? They're individual people. Let them have their thoughts. Right. Right. Now, they can do a lot of damage. Well, yeah, especially because they're in a position where they hold a bit of authority. 
not, I mean, not necessarily power, but they hold authority and people look up to them. Kids idolize them, but they're still allowed to have their own thoughts and opinions and beliefs. And, you know, some of that's good. First of all, we shouldn't have idols. That part's not good. No, I know. But, you know, looking up to... But more of like role models. Role models. And looking up to somebody who, you know, LeBron James could be a great role model for kids. Right? Oh, yeah. Grew up in Akron, Ohio. Uh, Great athlete. Rose to, you know, was a very successful person. And Mm -hmm. as a conservative, I don't hate that. Like, good for him for being able to make a career out of his talent and to gain as much success as he has. Oh, yeah. But when you spread lies, you're not spreading the truth. You're spreading open lies from your platform. Now you're doing more harm than good. And... You know, the example that Drew Brees, who, again, another great role model, does a lot of positive things for the community. Um, when he apologizes, he's setting a very poor example um, for, for, for people not to stand up for what they believe in, which yeah, just uh, su- submit. Yeah, just submit. And in most cases, you should stand up for what you believe in. Um, you believe it. There, there's a reason you believe in it. So, as I mentioned, a lot of the Karens of the world, the people you probably follow, you listening to this, the people you probably follow on Instagram, on Facebook, they all put up the black square. They all constantly talk about Black Lives Matter. They they put these memes up, these posts, these images about how you can help. And here's the true definition of systemic racism, as if they have any idea what any of that means. You know what? Next time one of your Karen friends posts that, just send them a quick message or comment under it. What is systemic racism? What is the definition of that? They won't know. No, they, they don't know because the definition is constantly changing. It's, yeah, it's not true. It, well, yeah, and it's not it's not at all. Well, it's, it's one day it's, oh, well, this is systemically racist because of the X. And then the next day it's, oh, no, it's because of Y. Here's the thing. If that's true, then tell me which one. You think systemically. So you think the system is corrupt. Root and branch. You think the system is corrupt. Okay, which one? Which part of the system is corrupt? Point me to an example of a system in the United States of America that is racist. Find one. Yeah. Ask them that. Ask your Karen friends to, hey, which one are you talking, which system are you talking about? Yeah, because there's a lot of systems. Are you talking about, um, you know, capitalism? Are you talking about education? Or the criminal justice system? Well, that one. Which, um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Which, um, which system is fundamentally racist? Because when they tell you that you'll be able to find statistics that prove them wrong, because there is none. If there is one, we should all rally up against that system. We should all agree that we need to, to, to change. We should need to make changes. We all agree that law enforcement needs some sort of reform. Everyone in the world agrees with that now. We see the issues. We even, even cops, even cops will admit Hey, you know, law enforcement as it stands today, 2020, United States of America needs a few changes. Everyone agrees with that. Everyone agrees that George Floyd shouldn't have died. Not everyone agrees that he was a great person who should be martyred, but everyone agrees that he should have not died. Everyone. So where's the systemic racism? Where are people getting this from? You know, in education, you actually have an advantage if you're black. I know people are going to be like, it's true because some universities have quotas they have to hit. Well, and there's also universities that are all black universities. 
we we make this assumption that is a, that is true. That yeah. is a good point. That so is a good you, good if point. If you if you uh, if you're a white person and you play at an all black university, guess what? You're not getting in even if you have the highest ACT or SAT score out there. You're not going to get in. And the same thing goes for jobs with affirmative action. And so if anything, it's the op- it, it it's not. There are definitely plenty of examples that the system is not racist. Mm-mm. That we've made accommodations that we honestly shouldn't have made. And I'm going to tell you why. Why is affirmative action a bad idea? Because it puts into question any black person who actually works hard to achieve a goal. It automatically creates a, a situation where you question that. Did that person get the job? Did that person get enrolled in school because they worked hard and were qualified? Or did they get it to check a box? Well, that and it also causes issues for the person who ended up getting into that college or any or ended up with that position because they don't know whether they earned that position or if they got that position just to fill a number. And what a racist idea to assume that black people need that crutch. Yeah. As a matter of fact, affirmative action just from the get is racist. Yeah, it is. It's racist to assume that you are dumber than I am because you're black. It's racist to assume that you need a hand because you're black. Mm-hmm. That means if I feel that way, so to tell your Karens this, if I feel like black people need my white help because I'm, you know, obviously better, I'm white. So, you know, I, I should give them a hand, you know, because they're lesser than me. That's what that means. That means they're down on the ground. Yeah. That is racist. It is. They don't need it. They're smart. They're just like us. There's yes. no difference. There is no difference outside of the pigment. That's it. That's the difference. The difference between me and Candace Owens is nothing except we have different pigments of skin. That's it. That's it. We have the same values, a lot of the same morals. I don't know her, what her background is. That's all it is. And what's funny is a lot of these black people who are out there protesting, I probably have more in common with them than 99% of the white people I know. Probably. Seriously. Like, we probably share a lot of the same values and morals. A lot of black people are pro-life. A lot of black people are Christian. A lot of black people, you know, believe in uh, free markets. A lot of black people believe in the American dream. Yeah. They do. And I think that I have a lot more in common with them. The people who are, who are like, legitimately protesting, who are, like, who see this and are out there because they do want some change in the police... So they're mar- I may have a lot more in common with them than I do even 99% of the white people I know. And that's that's just a fact. So anyways, I want to say this real quick because I want to touch on the Black Lives Matter movement. I want people to understand what you're supporting when you put that black square on your Instagram. When you say Black Lives Matter, what does that mean? Kelly, can you tell me what that means? I don't think anyone really knows. Well, I'm going to tell you because I've got the list right here. Oh, there's a list. Of their demands. They're, okay. So this Let's is this. this is what Black Lives Matter stands for. So when you're Karens, I call them Karens. It's just, that's what we call, you know, people who have no right to get involved in things they get involved with. Um, when they post this, I want you to, let me pull it up here. Okay, come on. Hey, here it is. Here is the, uh, this is from Black Lives Matter. This is from them. So let's let's look at their demands for black, black. Okay, first of all, let's start at the top. There's a there's a policy number up there. Policy dot m four b l. Yeah, I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> um, okay. Anyways, I'm getting a, a 
yelled at on Twitter, which is great. Um, you should follow us on Twitter. It's at Vegan Wing. I've been very active lately, and I've been I've been arguing with a lot of people. It's beautiful. Um, okay, here's the first thing I want to I want to note. Um, you guys can't see see this, but I have tweeted this, so you can find it on there. Policy demands for Black Power. That's literally what the first policy demands for Black Power. Bla- okay, hold on, time out. Let's take a pause. Take a breath. Black power. Does that sound racist? What if I created a document and at the top I put policy demands for white power? What does that mean? What are the optics of that? That's really bad. Matter of fact, when I say white power, what do you think of? The KKK. Exactly. I immediately think of the KKK and then I think that somebody's going to come and burn down our house. Policy demands for black power power and they would burn down our house by the way oh yeah to speak to speak frankly i i have a black stepdad my brother is half black kelly has black people in her family so the kkk would burn across in front of our yard because we love black people and white people and all people so there's that anyways so that's that's first okay here's the start in the war on black people there in case you guys didn't know there's a war on black people apparently now you're oh. asking, where's this? I don't know. You tell me. Can you find it? Because yeah, I don't. I, mean, I, don't I, I, don't, I don't see the military marching down yeah. our street right now. So since this country's war. inception, there have been named and unnamed wars on our communities. Okay, that's whatever. They want to. They want an end criminalization, incarceration. Okay, fine. Here's number two: reparations. Reparations. They want reparations for past harms. They want you to confess to the sins of the past, which is a sin in and of itself, by the way. And pay them money. They want money. That's that's what that means. Divest and invest. They want us to divest in white businesses. Oh, here you go. Fossil fuels. What? They want us to defund the police. We've talked about that. That's what I did that video on. You think that's a good idea? You think that's going to help black no, inner city lives? Divestment from fossil fuels. Yeah, divest. Let's take your money out. Oh. What? This doesn't make any sense. Invest is put money in. Oh, I know that. Yeah. I know what invest and divest is. Economic justice. What does that mean? The hell is that? Community control. They want the mob to be in control of everything. And political power. They demand political power. They demand it. They demand independent black political power and black self-determination in all areas of society. Yeah, tell me that. They're demanding power. What does that sound like? When somebody's demanding power, what does that sound like? I don't know. I don't really give in to demands. Does that so. sound friendly? No. It sounds very huh. angry. Interesting. Very interesting. Anyways, defunding the police is the big one. But the funny thing is, when, when you read, the, if you go to the Black Lives Matter website, I encourage you to do that. If you put that black screen on your Instagram, you better go to their website and see what you're defending. They mention the name Comrade a lot. Comrade. Comrade? Yeah, you know what's funny about that? That's what communists call each other. That's what socialists call each other. Is it really? Yeah, absolutely. You've never heard that term, comrade? I've heard comrade, yeah, but sure. like meaning my friend. Yeah, but, but that's not also in... yeah, that's a term that is widely used by socialists and communists to okay. mean other people who believe in their cause. If you ever hear me say that, just yeah. just hit me. Yep. Like, no. So that's um that's that's on their website a lot. Also, there is a um com the Communist Party of the United States of America, if you go to their website, which <laughs> gosh, good luck. Um, they have a full page on Black Lives Matter. And that really gets to the root of what this is. And I should have transitioned into defund the police, but I didn't. 
this is all bullcrap. This isn't about black lives. No, it's not. You know, we're blaming a lot of the destruction that you see in these riots and this looting on Antifa. But I think that's kind of wrong. And I don't think conservatives... I think, okay, Antifa needs to be held accountable for their terrible actions. But we also need to hold the Black Lives Matter movement accountable for their past violent actions as well. Yeah. Also, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, they're one and the same. This isn't about black lives. That's a front. That's a nice phrase that they can they can they can name this black lives matter and then you can't speak out against it because if you do you don't support black lives but the reality is this is a push for socialism you don't believe me well look at what some of the rioters and looters have been spray painting eat the rich what the hell does that have to do with black people eat the rich yeah because it's not like there can't be rich black people this isn't a race war. This is a class war. Yeah, and it never was a race war. It, if it never was, was. If it was about race, why are you burning down buildings in the cities that are majority lived in by black people? Because this or black-owned businesses. It's not about race. It's not about race at all. This is a grab for power from the same people who fund Antifa. They're trying to create chaos and destruction so that they can turn around and blame it all on Donald Trump. This is all a ploy. This is the next step in their efforts to take back power in the United States of America. That's all this is. Yeah. Russia? Well, first of all, it was, yeah, Russia, coronavirus, racism. They're just going from one step to the next. They couldn't prove the Russia hoax. They got got outed there. Then they moved on to coronavirus and they said, oh, this virus, every, everything that happens, they take advantage of it and they try and use it to attack their enemies. They saw an opening with coronavirus that they could systematically take over the United States of America, force people into their homes and then, and then, and then push all of these radical socialist policies on people. And we all fell for it. It was it was a big old test. That's what it was. It was a test to see if their tactics will actually work. And and, and, th- and they pretty much did. And in some ways, I think that this Black Lives Matter, these riots are a test for November. I think they're testing, you know, this is a test for November because if you think this is bad, just wait until Donald Trump wins again in November. What do you think is going to happen then? How do you think these riots and stuff are going to increase then? And the sad thing is, We've let them know we'll roll over for them. Yeah, like you're letting them know that it's okay. You have police departments and mayors and governors telling agencies to back off, to not pressure the protesters, to not stop them from looting and robbing people, not stopping them from beating people nearly to death in the middle of the street, not stopping them from setting buildings on fire. You're letting them have free reign, just letting them have at it. Our leaders are bending the knee. One by one. I want you to think about that. They're bending the knee to the mob. Mm-hmm. They're allowing the mob to take over cities, to topple monuments. Yeah, and it's not just the leaders. It's the people that are there, the, the military, the National Guard is taking a knee to these people. And how does that make me feel? Scared. How does it make you feel? Scared. Scared. 
Uh, it's why I've been encouraging people who listen to this show, people who follow me on Twitter, to go buy guns. I'm encouraging you to do it. I'm not encouraging violence, but I'm certainly encouraging you to be prepared to protect yourselves because I don't trust the leadership in this country to protect us. No. And the knife cuts both ways, guys. It's the Democrats who we know have been trying to seize power for a long time. We know that bad actors have taken over that party and are trying to systematically, fundamentally change the United States of America. And we know this. And there's so much evidence of this. Unfortunately, the majority of the population doesn't because they don't want to. They're willfully ignorant. But we know this. We also know that the Republicans have done a terrible job of standing up to these people. The Republicans have done an awful job of defending you, of defending me, of defending our values. They just roll over. They roll over because they're afraid to be called a racist. They roll over because they're afraid of what that will mean for them politically, because that's all they care about. And they roll over because they're just weak. Yeah, we, we, need, we need all of these people to grow a backbone. It's our job to hold them accountable. <clears throat> Democrats and Republicans, it is our job to hold them accountable. When you see squishy squishes like Mitt Romney marching with Black Lives Matter, get him the hell out of there. He doesn't need to be in office. Vote his ass out. You know? Because if he wants to virtue signal and coddle this mob, if he wants to take the knee, then get him the hell out of there. He doesn't need to be in office. None of them. Get them all the hell out. If they don't support your values or your beliefs, don't just vote for them because they're Republican. That's what we criticize the Democrats for doing. You know, we criticize some of these blue-collar Democrats for voting for these people who want abortion and want, you know, black power and want all this stuff. Take take a look in the mirror. Look at yourself. Because you people who are voting Mitt Romney back into office, you think Mitt Romney defends your values? You think he, he matches what you believe? No, he doesn't. He's just a squishy shill who, who just wants political power. That's all he wants. And then when he gets out, he'll be a lobbyist for some company or a, he'll, he'll go on Fox News as a talking head. We have to hold everybody to account, not just Democrats, but Republicans who are doing a terrible job of defending us. Well, and then at the same time, too, it's like the, the big push that BLM and Antifa and all these other organizations are, are pushing for is for people to get out there and, and vote, to, to, to go vote, go cast that vote. But the thing is, is they're pushing for this in cities that are already run by Democrats. So you're right. wanting them to go vote more Democrats into office when there's already problems in that city. If you want to vote for change, vote for change. Don't vote for the same thing over and over again and expect something different. Yeah, when you look at the leaders in Congress like Nancy Pelosi, you know, Chuck Schumer, when you look at uh, Joe Biden who's been in, who's been in public office for over 40 years, you think Joe Biden's going to change anything when he gets into office? You think no, he's going to he, do a damn thing? He probably won't even remember that he's at the White House if that's where he's at. I'll tell you one thing Joe Biden will do for sure, and that's enact any policies that benefit him or his family. Don't believe me? Look at his history. Oh, yeah. And he's done it before. Everything he has backed has benefited his sons or himself or some his bro- any other family member. Just look. Just go look. You'll find the information. Every act that he's backed everything he's been involved in has in some way shape or form benefited his his relatives you know who else has done that elizabeth warren look at everything that she's backed and pushed it's benefited her family people she knows they're all just cronies for lobbyists and we all know this but you know it is what it is i want to pivot i want to pivot 
I want to pivot to coronavirus because you have to. You just, you just. Wait, what? What's coronavirus oh, again? Oh yeah, I know we we forget so easily. Yeah, um, it's, it seems like a thing that happened like six years ago at this point. Well, you know, it's still there supposedly, and uh, boy, they really. You know, let me let me just. I tend to go on these rants, but let me just paint a picture for you real quick, okay? They took your job. Many of you. They they took your job. They did. And then they, they put you on government programs and they kept you inside and they said, you can't go to church. You can't worship. So they took your religion. And then when you tried to speak out against it, you went on Facebook and you tried to organize, you tried to protest. Uh, they called you a, a, a murderer. They said, you, you, these, these are terrible people who are, who are you're protesting. You're going to go out in public with your friends, with people, you know, with other people whose jobs they stole and protest. How dare you, you murderer. Think about grandma. In some cases, they arrested you. Oh, yeah, they did, depending on what state you're in. There's one person who got arrested for planning a protest on Facebook. Yeah, not even actually going, just planning. So just think about this. You want to get angry? Think about this. They did that to you. And then the same people who said that you need to think about grandma when you go out and protest, these nurses who are heroes, these same people... Support Black Lives Matter protests. It's bigoted not to protest. They, they wrote a letter. A thousand health professionals signed this letter. And in the letter is the most condescending, ridiculous uh, um, text I've ever seen. Where they basically say, and I can pull it up and read it verbatim, but they basically say, yeah, you should go protest civil rights. But we don't, but, but what I mean by that is that's okay. But you can't protest stay-at-home orders. Because civil rights is a bigger threat. Racism in this country is a bigger threat than coronavirus. Really? How many people has racism killed last year? Coronavirus has killed over 100,000 in this country. Over 200,000 worldwide. How many people has racism killed in this country last year? I don't know. I could probably count on two hands. Uh, it's definitely not 200,000. No, not not, if, not if, in this country. If it was 200,000, we would have a problem. Sure. And what a, what a bunch of ridiculous bullcrap from these health professionals. Well, you can protest when we agree with your cause. That's okay. And we'll support you. But if we don't agree with your cause and you protest, you're a murderer. You're a horrible person. How dare you? It just proves that everything they've said is just crap. It's just crap. And, you, and, and we've completely... They've completely embarrassed themselves to the point to I have no confidence now in any healthcare official in the United States of America. I have no confidence in the system. I have no confidence that any of this was real, that any of this did anything to help. And I think, in my opinion, because of their actions, because of the actions of our politicians who were, who, who were ordering you to stay in your house, unless you're supporting a cause that they support, and then you can do whatever the hell you want. You can run roughshod. That's tyranny. That's that is tyranny. Okay, and they, they, you're not even allowed. You have a First Amendment right in this country to gather and worship. The Bible demands that you gather and worship. And right now, these politicians have taken that right away from you. In many states, it is still against the law. It's against government orders to go to church. 
But hundreds of thousands of people can go stand outside and scream lies. You should be angry about this. Yeah, I, I saw this uh, this post going around uh, earlier this week, and this was the, the new updated information from the governor. I can't remember what state it was, but it said that you can't have a party of more than 10 people, but you can have a protest of up to 200 people. And this was the actual orders sent out by that governor. Okay, you can't just gather. You can't just have a party at your house. You can't have more than 10 people over for a birthday party or a cookout or anything like that. But go ahead and go and and be in a crowd of 200 people where you don't know who these people are. You don't know who you're standing with, who's 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 touching you, who's close to you, who's breathing in your air or in your space. But if you have a party and you know all of your family is coming over and you've got more than 10 people, you can get fined for that. Makes no sense. Everyone listening to this knows that doesn't make sense, right? Your job is to convince your friends and your family that it doesn't make sense. That's your job. We have to wake people up, man. Because if we don't, we're going to lose. And what's going to happen if we lose? Well, you're seeing examples of that in Seattle. You're seeing examples of that in Washington, D.C., where they paint defund the police on the streets. And the mayor says, that's fine. That's fine. She makes the national, whatever. Anyways, here's the thing. The definition of tyranny, cruel and oppressive government or rule. You think that's going on? Our government has seized your business. They've disavowed your religious practices. They've limited your speech. They're choosing which causes you are allowed to support and which ones you are not. Now they want to defund your police. And control your right to protect yourselves by taking away the Second Amendment. Tell me, how how is that not tyrannical? Does that sound like that definition I just read you? You should be scared. And I, I, I look, I don't want to be a negative podcast. I don't want people to turn us on and, and want to turn us off instantly. But But I want to be truthful with you. Because that's all we have. That's our weapon, is the truth. They can't argue the truth. They try. Usually it just ends up sounding like, Trump, Trump, Trump. I know this because every argument I get in on Twitter, the response from the left is, Trump. Okay, that's a name. Tell me how what I said is wrong. Well, Trump. Okay, you you can't because you can't argue the truth. But a lot of people don't know the truth because the media is run by the Democrats. So a lot, and ask your friends. They don't know. They don't know what Black Lives Matter means. They don't know what they want. They just want to feel good about themselves. So they put the black square up. I feel good. It's your job to tell them what that means. You got to tell them what that means. Because if not, we lose. It's that simple. I think that's enough for today. You got some uh, stuff off your chest there? No, it's just the truth. It's just honest. No, I know. I know. It is the honest truth. And it's... It's it's frightening and it's scary and we have to be aware of it because if you're not aware of what is happening, how do you know to stop it? And we have to we have to band together. We have to protect ourselves, protect our families, protect our values, our beliefs and our and our rights. Yeah. So, 
I think that's where we leave it today. Sounds good. Listen, guys, we're in this together, and uh, you know, eventually the, the things will settle. But I want us to be ready. Um, I want us to be ready. So, anyways, listen. Here's what's coming. We're gonna be off next week. We're we're on vacation. Um, I'm going to start a video series on our YouTube channel, which you should go follow us on YouTube, The Right Wing Vegan on YouTube. Um, it's it's gonna be called Ten Truths. And it's basically going to be just uh, 10 fundamental truths that you may not hear or you may not know. You might know, but your friends might not know. You're, you're pretty, if you're listening to this podcast, you're, you're pretty aware of what's going on. But there, there are things that you can share with your friends. 10 truths that just need to be shared. And I'm going to start that probably not this week, but probably when I get back from vacation. Because I want to put a lot of time and effort into these videos. I want them to be to be good. Um, so we're going to do that. And then obviously we're going to continue with the podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter at vegan wing. You can see me argue with people. It's great. Um, Kelly, you got anything else? You got anything else for the peeps? You got anything else for the listeners out there? No, I, I think that you just about covered it. I, I, I'm, I'm glad that we're back and glad that I can be back and hopefully get some continue to get some viewpoints out there yeah hopefully well thanks for listening everybody i hope you have a great rest of your week stay safe guys stay safe and stay vigilant thanks everybody